Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour! Bonjour! (laughs) Yes, I am so grateful to be able to share with you on this cold, wintry, snowy day in Vermont and to commune with the Spirit together. Our topic today is pain relief. Pain relief, something I have been contemplating lately and Spirit said, that's the one. Okay, so let's do it. I place my hand on my heart, and as we begin with a blessing and a prayer, we are grateful and thankful to come together in the name and the nature of the Christ presence. We come together for the purpose of more peace, more love, more joy, more freedom, more prosperity, more wisdom and clarity. We are willing to be that place of harmony, walking in the world igniting peace in our brothers and sisters. So we come together to strengthen our awareness of the truth. We partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self, and we give ourselves over to the infinite love that we already are, already as holy as holy can be. That's the truth of our being. And we are willing to accept it fully now. And we truly share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So I am going to begin by just sharing something you may not know that you might find helpful. So I have a YouTube channel. It's Jennifer H. Hadley at YouTube. You can subscribe to my channel and get notified when I post a a video. And there's something about ringing a bell. I don't know what that is, but you can do that. (laughs) I guess that means you get some other kind of notification on your YouTube app. Um, At any rate, we have a lot of these podcast episodes at YouTube for the simple reason that this gives us the opportunity to do closed captioning, right? So you can see and read the words as you listen, if you so choose. Also, some people don't have, a po- you know, they're not into podcasts, though, boy, it's so easy to use the podcast app. So you can get uh, quite a few of these podcast episodes at YouTube and you have the option to see the subtitles there and uh, very helpful for people for whom English is not the first language or for folks who are hard of hearing. So I just wanted to let you know that we put a lot of time, energy and resources into making that possible for you in case you don't know about it already. And many of the episodes have transcription. And so there's transcripts. Uh, We've taken a pause doing that now because it's quite expensive. Um, And, uh, but we have a lot of transcribed episodes at livingacourseofmiracles.com. So I invite you to check that out as well. All free, of course. These are free resources that you can enjoy. And I hope you will. <laughs> Plus, I'll tell you that I have I write inspiration every day, 365 days a year. I've been recording a prayer that goes with it. I've been recording those prayers since 2007. And we have a podcast for the prayers. So uh, if you are interested in podcasts, that's a great way to get all those prayers, too. And, of course, a lot of the prayers are at YouTube as well. Again, they're transcribed for your convenience. All right, because, you know, and when we're talking about pain relief, one of the things that I know is very, very powerful is prayer. 
power of prayer is a very real thing. And uh, we can make tremendous use of it. So that's why I'm encouraging you to pray. Even if you'd listen to my prayers, you're praying with me. We're praying together. We are the two or more gathered. Even though we're transcending time and space, we're not being together. Uh, We're joined together for sure. And so I invite you to make use of these resources for your experience of letting the pain go. Lesson 190 in the workbook is called, I Choose the Joy of God Instead of Pain. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. This is a great affirmation for anyone who is experiencing any kind of pain, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. It even could be financial pain, right? Whatever the experience of pain is that someone is having, this is a great affirmation. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Remember, our willingness is the only requirement for us to have amazing transformation and breakthroughs. The the first sentence is one you hear me quote on a regular basis. It is, pain is a wrong perspective. Yes, we could say it's a wrong perception. Sometimes people say that too. But it's a wrong perspective because what is our perspective when there's pain? The perspective is that we are a body, but I am not a body. So this is why the next sentence is, when it is experienced in any form, it is proof of self-deception. So when there's pain in any form, it is a proof of self-deception. It is not a fact at all. There is no form it takes that will not disappear if seen aright. So I'm going to read this again and just change the it word to pain. Pain is a wrong perspective. When pain is experienced in any form, it is a proof of self-deception. Pain is not a fact at all. So, this can be really challenging to comprehend. And then when it feels challenging to comprehend, sometimes we can go to the place of feeling like a spiritual loser, that we're inept that something's wrong with us, that we're not good enough to understand these truths. All of these kinds of thoughts can occur to us. So my invitation is to simply accept that this is the truth. Know that we do not have to understand it in order to have a healing. The understanding will come with our willingness. So we can say this to ourselves. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Now, I'm willing to see correctly is another one, right? Because there's no form pain takes that will not disappear if seen aright. So let us see correctly. Let us see, I I sometimes say, with God's eyes. Although, of course, God is not a being that has eyes. Still, let me see with divine vision. That's another one that I use. So these are the thoughts that will bring pain relief. Now, here's a a tool that you can use. I'm sure I've given it out probably once somewhere in these 400 and 80, 70, whatever episodes that we're doing here. <laughs> I'm sure I I have said it somewhere. But this is a great practice for anyone who is interested in actually doing the healing. Remember, that's my thing. Practices and tools that actually work, that bring the healing. Of course, they don't bring the healing if you don't do the work. Duh. Right? We all know that. And a lot of us, we're very content to just listen and listen and listen 
without doing the work, that was me for a long time. So I get that. No judgment of that. Um, this is what Master for Living is all about. This is what Finding Freedom is all about. It's about walking the talk, living the love, having the healing and transformation. So we really, truly can walk consciously and comfortably as teachers of God in the world, feeling safe, feeling protected, feeling joyful and pain-free. This, this, these are our goals in my courses so, uh, and registration for Masterful Living just closed yesterday. So, uh, we're, we're set for this year, 2021. And, um, what a great group of people we have. Oh my God, we're going to have such a great year. And I know a lot of them listen to this podcast. So mwah, this, this kiss is for you. <laughs> so, Here's a great practice for anybody who would like to get some pain relief. And you can do this, uh, whether it's emotional pain, physical pain, mental pain, whatever the pain is. So you can take an affirmation like, I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Uh, You could use an affirmation such as, I am willing to live in joy. I am willing to live in joy. I I tend not to make affirmations like I am willing to live without pain. No. Uh, I am willing to live in peace. I am a peaceful person. You can pick an affirmation like that. I like I am statements very much. I feel... Anything I attach the I am to is very, very powerful. We take that affirmation and we use it this way. This is a writing exercise, a contemplative exercise. It's what I call a masterful living inquiry. I like these kinds of uh, inquiries. Things we can do ourselves don't cost us any money. So... Take a page in your journal. Write down at the top, I am doing this in order to set myself free and to live a life of joy instead of pain. And then write whatever affirmation you've picked. Whatever it is, I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Write down that affirmation. And then just see what comes up into your mind. See what that affirmation triggers. See what the ego thoughts are in reaction to that affirmation. See what you really believe. So, for instance, thoughts might come up something like, you're always going to be in pain. You can't do this. You don't have what it takes. I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. Uh, Pain is just a part of my life. You can write down those thoughts then by starting with ego says and then write down those thoughts. Then write the affirmation again. I... Live a life of, I'm living a life of joy. I'm willing to live a life of joy. Whatever. Just stay with the one affirmation. And then see what gets triggered by that writing again. And then ego says, write down what those ego thoughts are. It is a cleansing. It's a detoxification. You may really get surprised by some of the thoughts that come up when you do this. Things that you didn't even know you believed. I I think of a, a time once when uh, I was in my 20s and I was just beginning barely to to realize I needed to do something about my unhappiness and I was putting something into my closet and I heard in my head, I hate you. Me talking to me, I hate you. Uh, 
And I was like, oh, that is not good. That is not good. So, But that actually propelled me onto a journey to love myself, which was the beginning of my transformation. So thank God I was conscious enough to clearly hear, like a bell ringing, that sound or that frequency, that vibration of that very, very painful thought. So this is what we can do is bring these things to our awareness. When things are coming to our awareness and they're unpleasant, the tendency is to push them away. There's no healing in that. I don't want to think about that. There's no healing in that. Now, you've heard me say things like, I will say to the thought, I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm interested in love, and that's all I'm interested in. That negativity has no place in my life anymore. I choose to place my full attention on love. I am the fullness of God, and I place my full attention on love. So I'm not saying, ah. I don't want to think about that anymore in the sense of pushing it down. It's I'm no longer interested in that. I'm no longer interested in carrying that thought and belief. I'm no longer interested in acting it out. So remember, there's no form pain takes that will not disappear if seen aright. So that's it. I am willing to see correctly. I am willing to see clearly. I am willing to know the truth. These are powerful affirmations. And if you start saying them again and again throughout the day, what's going to happen is spirit is going to help you see what you believe that's false. That's what happened to me. I see it happen to all the folks in Masterful Living and Finding Freedom in my my programs. So this is how you bring it to your attention and then be thankful that you have the awareness of what you're actually thinking. Be thankful that you can choose to relinquish these thoughts forever and to step into a clear awareness of truth. Spirit will do all the work if you just keep saying, I'm willing to let these thoughts go. I'm willing to remember the truth. I'm willing to recognize my perfection. I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. In fact, I made a set of willingness cards for the folks in my program, and you can find them in the store at jenniferhadley.com because I think it's so helpful for us to focus on that willingness, cultivating that willingness, because that's all that's required for our healing. So let's put attention on our willingness every single day without fail. It's not hard. I I do it when I'm waking up in the morning. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm making a cup of tea. I'm uh, walking You know, going for a walk, going up and down the stairs. There's so many free moments in the day where I don't have to be thinking about something else. And I can just start with willing. Here's another thing. So before I do the podcast, I'm I'm praying. I'm stating my willingness. And then I pray again as soon as the podcast begins the broadcast. (laughs) So we can do that we can be in a prayerful state all day, every day. We really can. It's a matter of simply being willing to do it. We've trained ourselves to do all kinds of things. We've trained ourselves to remember to brush our teeth. We've trained ourselves to remember to comb our hair and things like that. So we can definitely remember to do these things, which brings so much benefit. So let's go back to this paragraph one here. There's no form pain takes that will not disappear if seen aright, for pain proclaims God cruel. How could pain be real in any form? 
paying witnesses to God, the father's hatred of his son, the sinfulness he sees in him and his insane desire for revenge and death. This is that, see, we, we have pain because we have a wrong perspective. We're identified with the body instead of the spirit. That's the wrong perspective. And from the wrong perspective, we then experience the pain and we say, oh, here's what the pain is from. The pain is because God is cruel. The pain is because God hates me. The pain is because God hates me because I'm a sinner. The pain is because God wants revenge on me and my death. This is all the meaning that we make of the pain. But the pain actually comes from being identified with the body, being identified as separate from our divinity. That is the only cause of pain there is. So Jesus goes on here and he says, Can such projections be attested to? In other words, can any of these thoughts, these projections that I just read, be confirmed? Are they real? Can they be, he says, anything but wholly false, completely false? He says, pain is but witness to the son's mistakes in what he thinks he is. Again, thinking you're a body instead of pure spirit. He says, it is a dream of fierce retaliation for a crime that could not be committed for attack on what is wholly unassailable. So that's it. The crime that could not be committed is that we separated ourselves from God and that we did it as an attack on God. Well, it just, it's all an illusion. None of it is even possible. He says, pain is a nightmare of abandonment by an eternal love which could not leave the son whom it created out of love. So again, it's all based on false beliefs. Pain is a sign illusions reign in place of truth. Okay, so right there, you can see pain is a sign, illusions reign in place of truth. So what we do is we say, oh, I I must have decided wrongly because I'm not at peace. Right? That's the end of chapter 5. I must have decided wrongly because I'm in pain. Pain is a sign that I'm deluded by the illusion. And that I'm not valuing the truth. Instead, I'm valuing the story I have made up. That's why I'm in pain. So, let me go back to the truth. So when you feel pain, I could choose peace instead of this, and I wish to. See, that is that beautiful, 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 beautiful prayer and guidance for us at the end of chapter 5. As you've heard me say many, many times, I call it the parent's prayer because parents uh, inevitably feel guilty about not being better parents, no matter how good they are. (laughs) So I'm just going to read this little uh, five-line prayer at the end of chapter 5 to reacquaint ourselves with it. It says, I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God for me. Now, up above that, in the the paragraph above, Jesus says, The first step in the undoing is to recognize that you actively decided wrongly, but can as actively decide otherwise. This is how we get the relief from the pain. We have to be willing to 
recognize I made a wrong decision. I am identified with the body, with being separate from God. This is the cause of my pain. The cause of my pain is not the car accident. The cause of my pain is not whatever. It's not the arthritis. It's not the this. It's not the that. Be willing to say the cause of the pain that I'm experiencing is in my mind. That's where it can be healed. It works. Be willing to try it. To give it your all. Be willing to put your faith in this as the truth. And that's when it will be shown to you. It's coming time for me to take a break. So I'm going to pick this up after the break. And uh, in the meantime, I'd like to say, uh, if you would like to get more resources, you can go to jenniferhadley.com and livingacourseofmiracles.com. And while you're there, why not make a donation? <laughs> a contribution. And you can also sign up for the text messages, the free text messages and all the other free stuff. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. And a thank you to all the people who've taken the time to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for doing that. It makes such a big difference to uh, whether or not they promote the podcast to other people. So thank you. Thank you for your reviews. And we are going to pick up right where we left off. And that is in uh, the end of chapter 5, talking about making a wrong decision. So the first step in the undoing is the undoing of the ego identification is to recognize that you actively decided wrongly, but can as actively decide otherwise. Be very firm with yourself in this and keep yourself fully aware that the undoing process which does not come from you, is nevertheless within you because God placed it there. So we don't have to figure out how to undo the pain. We don't have to figure out how to undo the, the problems, the whatever is going on that we don't like. We don't have to figure out how to undo it. We just have to be willing to recognize that we decided wrongly in the past and we are willing to choose again. Spirit will guide us to the highest and best. That was my topic last week. If we're willing. So your part is merely to return your thinking to the point at which the error was made and give it over to the atonement in peace. So, what what does that mean? When we realize, oh, I'm not at peace, I'm in pain. I'm in physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain. I'm in distress. So, at some point, we made an error in our thinking. We may not remember it. It may be from a previous incarnation. But we can say, somewhere... Holy Spirit, somewhere along this journey, I made a wrong decision and I'm inviting you to correct it. I'm no longer interested in living with this wrong decision. I'm no longer interested in living with a wrong perspective. Show me the way. And then he says, say this to yourself as sincerely as you can, remembering that the Holy Spirit will respond fully to your slightest invitation. So that's what we begin here. I'm going to read it one more time, this prayer at the end of chapter 5. 
I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God for me. So that's it. It seems inconceivable, I know, especially when people are feeling guilty about having shamed their child or something. They've done something that they now wish they hadn't, and they feel guilty about it. But the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I allow. So this is where we live in terms of the pain. We may not have any concept of what was the wrong decision that we made that has brought us to this experience of pain. But let us choose to undo it by giving it to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will use it as a way to help us remember the truth. And then we're going to have healing because truth is the antidote. Right, That's what he was saying here in paragraph 3 of the workbook lesson 190. Pain is a sign. Illusions reign in place of truth. So let's value the truth and give up the illusions. I am willing to remember the truth. I am willing to value the truth. I am willing to know the truth. I am willing to recognize the truth. These are the kinds of affirmations that I've used for years and years and years, all day long, and they have helped me so much because every statement of them is a statement of my willingness. Indeed. All right. So, pain is a sign, illusions reign in place of truth. It demonstrates God is denied, confused with fear, perceived as mad, and seen as traitor to himself. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. Let's just make it that simple. Jesus is helping us to really see this clearly. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. In our mind, of course God is real, but in our mind, if we are in pain, perhaps God is not real to us. We've placed our trust and faith in our own opinions and judgments, in our own experiences, rather than in the truth. And so that's why we have a wrong perspective. Jesus goes on, for vengeance is not part of love, right? So that's the equation that the ego thought system makes of the pain. So the ego thought system is the cause of the pain. And then what the ego thought system always does is it interprets things as if we're a victim. So we identify with the body, we identify as separate, that gets us on the pain train. And then from there... We're saying, oh, this pain that I'm feeling, this arthritis, this illness, this financial trouble, this relationship pain, this death of my loved one, all of this is me being punished by God because I'm bad, because I'm a sinner. And so what Jesus says here is vengeance is not part of love. So that's why he says, God, if God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. For vengeance is not part of love. And fear, denying love, and using pain to prove that God is dead, has shown that death is victor over life. The body is the son of God, corruptible in death, as mortal as the father he has slain. So this is what he's saying is the ego equation. Instead of the ego thought system saying, oh, I think these thoughts and then I have pain. No, 
I have pain because I'm bad and that's why God wants to hurt me and that's why God wants to kill me and that's why I'm in this misery. So none of that is true and we need to be willing to remember the truth because that will liberate us from this whole thought pattern. And we don't have to figure out how to liberate. It will naturally occur. It's just like if you have something that's completely dehydrated, if you add water, the hydration will happen. You don't have to figure out how to get it hydrated. Just add the water. Just add the truth, and your mind will rehydrate with the truth. So, next paragraph. Peace to such foolishness. The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. There is no need to think of them as savage crimes or secret sins with weighty consequence. Who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything? These insane ideas. Their witness, pain, is mad as they, and no more to be feared than the insane illusion which it shields and tries to demonstrate must still be true. Now, I was talking about this in Sundays with Spirit last Sunday, which was January 24th, talking about punishment versus correction. And a throwback to the episodes of the podcast that I did on the uh, laws of chaos. And one of them is that people should be punished rather than corrected. And this is one of the most important things for us to understand because when we believe that other people should be punished for their sins, this is what keeps us in this cycle of pain. Rather than extending compassion and love, which brings us into alignment with our true identity, when we wish to punish an attack, then we are, we know that that is not loving, and we know that is not spiritual, and we know, we know that it is a crime against God. I, I say that saying that there, there, there is no crime against God. It's just exploration. It's just what we're choosing to think. This is an illusion and there can be no crime against God in this illusion. It's just a dance and our job is to remember to laugh. Who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything? Now, this is important here. Paragraph 5, where Jesus says to us, It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Let us not blame it on any other thing. Let us not blame it on our body. Let us not blame it on the doctor didn't do the right surgery. Let's not blame it on any of those things. It's very tempting. It's very tempting. If you find yourself going to punishment in your mind in any any way, I'm going to make them pay for that. She should pay for that. I hope they throw him in jail. Lock him up, throw away the key, all of that kind of thinking. There's the cause of pain and suffering. It makes the illusion real. Correction, correction, correction. Do, do I think that people should be punished? No. Do I sometimes feel like I wish people would be punished? Yes. And that's when I call for correction in my own mind. And I call for correction for my brothers and sisters as well. Correction, correction, correction. This is the way for us. So what is correction? Helping people to see why what they did 
was unkind and was unloving and that they can choose higher. Helping them to learn how to choose higher. Holding the highest and best for them that they can awaken from the dream of separation, that they can remember their true identity, that we all can. These are the thoughts that we can have for our brothers and sisters rather than punishment. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Again, we're Lesson 190, Paragraph 5. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. Okay, a lot of people have worry and fear and anxiety. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. Are you willing to believe that? Are you willing to know it? There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. No one but yourself affects you. Whoa. You see how pervasive that idea is that we are the victim of the world that we see. Ah, no one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. And I'm going to add in here, unless you believe it, unless you're drawn to it. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things you see by merely recognizing what you are. As you perceive the harmlessness in them, they will affect your holy will as theirs. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. As you perceive the harmlessness in the people you'd like to punish, they will accept your holy will as theirs. Right? Because remember, there's only one will. It is the will of God, and that is the will that we share. We all share it. As you perceive the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. My holy brother, Jesus tells us, think of this a while. The world you see does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts. And it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. Yourself is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging and unchangeable, forever and ever. And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where living things must come at last to die? Okay, so let's look at that. Wow, it's like, what? We could be totally free and we're choosing to have pain, experience pain, because of our attraction to the thoughts that cause the pain. And I get that some thoughts are super duper sticky, very, very sticky. I know, believe me, of course, I've experienced my share of that feeling just completely helpless and hopeless because my constant negativity is how I used to feel sometimes. I just couldn't escape it, couldn't seem to. Put the spirit in charge and you will see a change. That's how you see the change, is the willingness to say, Thy will be done. Here's my mind. Clean it out for me, please. But we can't hold anything back, right? So I'm going to say, if I say, Oh, what well, these little thoughts about how he done me wrong 
and how I'm so angry at her and how she ripped me off and how he left me and how he hurt me and how she was so unkind to me. These thoughts are the little treasures that we're holding back. No, no, no. I just need this one little thing of it's her fault I'm so fat. It's her fault that I don't have any self-confidence. It's his fault that I married that guy. Whatever it is, it's his fault. It's her fault. These thoughts, holding them back, not offering them up, not being willing to let them go, this is the cause of so much suffering. So much suffering. It's our suffering. So the world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world as causeless has no power to cause. As an effect, it cannot make effects. As an illusion, it is what you wish. Your idle wishes represent its pains. Your strange desires bring it evil dreams. Your thoughts of death envelop it in fear, while in your kind forgiveness does it live. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Pain is the ransom you have gladly paid not to be free. In pain is God denied the son he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love, and time replace eternity and heaven, and the world becomes a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules, and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all the joy in misery." Lay down your arms and come without defense into the quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Lay down all thoughts of danger and of fear. Let no attack enter with you. Lay down the cruel sword of judgment that you hold against your throat and put aside the withering assaults with which you seek to hide your holiness. So beautiful, so beautiful, reminds me of Shakespeare. It really does. <laughs> and so, we can make these changes. We must look at our willingness. So for me, I started to practice being all in for God and being completely willing to give up every thought that I was harboring of the pain of this uh, blaming someone else, feeling like a victim. You know, uh, we've had a lot of um, things that we've been doing lately uh, in in our Masterful Living community, we did the New Year New Year reboot classes, and we did the self sabotage challenge, which we're doing again this week, and and it's a six day challenge. Come join us; it's so good. And in all of this, people are realizing, oh my God, I had no idea that I had all these judgments, and that I've really been hiding in the shadows of these judgments. So there's a lot of healing that's taking place, even with just, a, a, you know, a modest amount of work and effort. It's tremendous how we can eliminate the pain if we're willing. He goes on to say, here will you understand there is no pain. Here does the joy of God belong to you. This is the day when it is given you to realize the lesson that contains all of salvation's power. It is this. Here we go. Pain is illusion, joy, reality. Pain is but sleep. Joy is awakening. Pain is deception. Joy alone is truth. And so again, we make the only choice that can ever be made. 
We choose between illusions and the truth, or pain and joy, or hell and heaven. Let our gratitude unto our teacher fill our hearts, as we are free to choose our joy instead of pain, our holiness in place of sin, the peace of God instead of conflict, and the light of heaven for the darkness of the world. Yes, I choose the joy of God instead of pain. I choose the joy of heaven instead of the darkness. And so it's critical when we're experiencing pain of any kind to be so, so mindful of our thoughts. Sometimes I share about, I remember a long time ago, I had the flu. I don't get sick very often, but uh, I had the flu and I felt absolutely miserable. And this is when I lived in L.A. It's probably about 20 years ago or something. And I was going around my house, laying on the sofa, watching TV, that kind of thing. And I was saying, oh, I'm just so miserable. Oh, my God, I feel like I want to die. Oh, my God, this is awful. And then I realized, why am I making these affirmations? This is not what I'm interested in. No, I'm feeling better every minute of this day. I'm getting better and better. Healing is happening now. I am so grateful for the healing that's happening right now. So I started to really examine how my mind was attracted to being in pain and being a victim and being left out and being wrong, being bad, all these attractions to all these false beliefs. Good heavens. And we can invite the Holy Spirit into our mind to let them all go. We can, we can, we can. Hey, you might be new listening to my podcast, so I'd like to tell you about some more resources we have for you at jenniferhadley.com and livingacourseofmiracles.com. I mentioned I write daily inspiration. I publish a prayer every day. You can subscribe to that. It's totally free. My daily shot of spiritual espresso. We have inspirational text messages that we send every day. You can sign up for them at jenniferhadley.com or livingacourseofmiracles.com or acimtexts.com. So many more resources for you at both of those websites. Please check them out. I place my hand on my heart gratefully and thankfully, so grateful to partner up with the Holy Spirit to let the pain go and the root causes of pain. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone. We let it be and say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Mwah.